This is Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Preps KC's Football Friday Night is also brought to you by Remax and by the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, BUnion.com, Dick Sporting Goods, Xfinity by Comcast, DM Law, and by Price Chopper. Here's your host, Dion Clisso. Welcome to week 15 of Preps KC Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, and we are all wrapped up on the Kansas side. We are getting ready to wrap things up on the Missouri side, and coach, what a great weekend of games last week, and uh, we lost one team, St. Pius, on the Missouri side. Um, it's going to be uh tough on them that you know that was a tough loss down there at Seneca but we got three teams on the Missouri side going for state championships and all three of the Kansas City teams swept in Kansas coach in the years of preps KC has the east side ever swept class four five and six uh yeah I think they did I can check that coach that's a good question I think they did when Blue Valley North maybe won let's see here quick quick action here they did not last year. Um, yes. Two years ago, 21. Blue Valley Northwest, Mill Valley, St. James. Derby was the big thorn in the side that kept it from happening there for a, a few years. Because <laughs> they ripped off a bunch in a row. But uh, right. And then the year that Blue Valley North won it, Aquinas lost in the final. So that, that wasn't a sweep in 2017. So, um, so one time. One time in the last... Let's see here. Derby, Derby. Um, yeah, Bishop Carroll got Shawnee Mission or Aquinas in 14 when East won it. Shawnee Mission East won it. Uh, then Derby. So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, – it doesn't happen uh, that often, um, but it's good to see. And um, we are going to dive into those games all directly here in a minute. Let's go ahead and give you a rundown of today's show. Um, here in the beginning, we're, we'll talk a little, uh, a little bit here in the first few minutes about some of the Simone winners that have already – uh, been announced. Um, the first three have been announced. If you're listening to this online, the other ones will be two of the other, another one will be announced. If you listen to this on the radio on Friday, uh, our next segment we're going to talk with St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Dryling about his win in 4A and Mill Valley coach Joe Appleby about his win in 5A. Our third segment we'll talk with Gardner Edgerton coach Jesse Owen about his win in 6A. And then we'll close out the Kansas Hour like we always do with Go Pirate Cat Ryan Ryan Wallace. Our Missouri Hour we will talk with North Platte County North. Platt coach Jared Quigley, they're in the state championship game in class one. Talk with Carney coach Logan Minnick, they're in the state championship game in class four. And Liberty North coach Andy Learman, he's in the class six state championship game. And always our own Cole Young and Andy Meyer and do our picks with the pros. Well, coach, the first three Simonis real quick have been handed out. The Otis Taylor Award worth to Alex Park from Blue Valley Southwest. Very talented receiver, had a great year. Um, the Bell Award went to Braden Bush from Pleasant Hill. Um, been an outstanding linebacker for them for the last two, three seasons. And then, of course, the Fontana went to Hudson Bailey, the quarterback from St. Pius. And those are the three uh, that have been announced so far. Coach, what it, the finals were announced. We see the final four with the Zamoni, Jason Ross, um, Dylan Dunn, Ty Williams, uh, and Elijah Leonard. A good group this year and a really balanced year for the for the Simone Awards. You know what? I had an opportunity to see those three guys on from the Missouri side that are in the final four and they are all outstanding football players. Yeah, they are. Uh, and it, it was a good group of 10. You know, the ballots came out last week as everybody was voting and you can go back and look at those on the site and uh, what a good group and congratulations to everyone who was on the ballot. 
And and even if you weren't on the ballot, uh, you were probably if you were thinking you might be, you were probably on the on the discussion. We had a lot of great nominations from coaches, and we appreciate all the help that they gave us this year, Coach. We had a lot. I think we had more nominations this year than we've had, uh, and that says a lot to the coaches paying attention and, and really promoting their guys. And, and we appreciate that. And uh, no, it, it's a it's award season is 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 fun. It's tough because you, you choices are made, and that's just the way it is. That's part of life. Um, some people, you know, earn the, you know, get the, get the win. Others don't, but it, it, that's the way it is. But, uh, there were a lot of winners on the Kansas side and we're going to go ahead and jump into that right now. As we get back into, uh, these games, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back. We're going to talk with, uh, Randy Drawing from St. Thomas Aquinas and Joel Appleby from Mill Valley. It's the Preps KC's football Friday night driven by the McCarthy Auto. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. Choice for lawyers is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. Call me. I've got this. 816 Mike's got this. Points. Cash. Gear. Sports. With a Dick scorecard. You earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care and you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. KC's football Friday night driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, 
pair of Wom's guns that a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like the McCarthy Auto Group. Every day they sponsor 23 $1,000 scholarships through the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association Scholar Athlete Program. And they're also the presenting sponsor of the Simone Awards. They give out a $5,000 scholarship there, and they do a lot of other great things for sports and high school sports all throughout the metro. We appreciate everything they do. All right, let's get back in the football and bring in our first state championship coach. And it was a clean sweep on the Kansas side in 4A, 5A, and 6A for Kansas City. And first up is St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Dryley. And coach, uh, you know, just another impressive performance. I mean, just a complete offense and defense. Um, you guys played fantastic in that win. And uh, the way you guys have played the last month um, is really just impressive. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, what about the character of your group? going through some stuff in the middle of the season, some injuries, uh, some tough losses, to, to not only come back and get in position to win a state title, but to do it in the fashion that you did. You know, the key was, um, you know, during that stretch there, we lost our two running backs. And, you know, you got a plan A and you got a plan B. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have a plan C. And so we were a little bit, you know, offensively limited at that time. And our defense did a good job trying to keep us in there but you know um so then Rizzy came back and he was about 80 percent but he came back against Miege in the second round and that really really helped and you know just pure guts right there playing with that hamstring but uh you know it was and by this time those other two guys that we that were not running backs that we you know Richardson and and uh, Midwood and they kind of caught up to speed of what's going on. So, you know, we had some some backups at that position to help Rizzy out when his hamstring was bothering him. So, yeah, it was a fun week. And our defense, I mean, the way they played in the playoffs, and, you know, they set a school record for the least amount of yards given up rushing per game. And usually, well, I know for a fact, I've, you know, we've never won a state championship without a great defense. And, you know, that was probably the backbone of, of getting to where we got, you know, this season. Well, and as a, when you went through that stretch, but then um, you're, you're, you guys never, I mean, you never really seem to get down. I mean, you, you see interviews with kids that they were all just focused on the next week and, and there was never a, oh, wow, we went through a bad stretch there. They always were very positive and in, in, in a very good sense. It's, it's tough for 16, 17, 18 year old kids not to think about, oh, wow. What's going on here? Oh, we're down. You guys just had a great group. Well, they, you know, they, the, the thing about it was, uh, you know, we played rockers without our right side of our offensive line. They both broke their arms the weeks before, which was amazing. And, and so it was kind of the next man up and we had guys that had some experience and, um, and then, which I still trying to wrap my mind around, you know, Kraft who broke his arm in half, five weeks later plays in a football game and Carol who broke his growth plate in his wrist four weeks later plays in a game. Um, you know, so to me, that's really caring about, you know, and loving the, loving the game of football. So, you know, we had a lot of injuries and, and a lot of them came back at the right time. And so now we had, not only we had those, we had depth because of the other guys playing. So I think there was always, and, and then the other thing about it, you know, the Rockers game at halftime, I mean, we'd go in at halftime and, you know, we're smoking cigars and, 
and kissing babies and, you know, and then we end up losing. And that really woke us up to, hey, nothing's nothing's set in stone. You got to finish and you got to do the job and, and up or down, you've got to keep going. And I think that really helped our attitude. Not that it was bad, but it really helped our attitude from that point on. Yeah, in fact, I, I remember watching the, uh, the the web stream of it, and your your streaming guys were the same way at halftime. They were talking about yeah. all, all the all the other losses and other sports that you guys had to rockers. <laughs> it was funny, but no, that's what's what when you look at this team for you personally, and you've won a lot of these. This is your first four uh, A state championship. Now you've won four A, five A, and six A. What what stands out to you about this this group of guys and 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 the way this this season went and, and this 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 championship? Well, I I think first of all we had a lot of experience. Okay, you can't underestimate how valuable that is. Obviously, a lot of guys back. One of our deep backs, four year starter, Blake O'Brien, four year starter, Marshall, three year starter. We had a lot of of that, and you know. This group really loved playing football. I mean, I can't, you know, you've had guys that play football because they're good at it. They don't really like football. These guys love football. And they, they love the practices, they love games. And, you know, it just, I don't know, it's just contagious. I mean, they love to play the game. I can't explain it anymore. Now. Some of them don't like to work out. Some of them don't like to lift. Some of them don't like to get up in the morning, but they love football. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think our experience and their love for the game carried us. Well, it's kind of funny because, you know, I talking to a, Kyle Roach, he used to be a coach at Pleasant Hill, and we were talking, and I said, yeah, my son loves baseball. You know, he goes, well, who doesn't love baseball? The practice, you go out, you field some balls and stuff like that. He goes, he goes, football, who who loves football practice? He goes, very few people love football practice. <laughs> you love the games. <laughs> you get to, what, what football practice is, you get to play the game. So the ones who truly love to practice are the, are the special ones. Yeah, well, this is not 1965 anymore. <laughs> we don't do the Oklahoma drill. Last time I did that was in Hutch about 25 years ago. Three guys had to go to the hospital. I go, all right, they're going to hit hard enough. We don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> well, it's pretty uh, compared to what you know we went through. It's it's pretty civil <laughs> practices. Well, no doubt. Well, coach, uh, just hats off to you guys and your your team and your coaches. Um, I, it's your your run to the state championship this year is really one of the more refreshing runs because of the way you guys suffered adversity, um, bounced back, and kept looking forward and just kept outperforming week to week. I mean, you hit a spot where you just got better each week, and that's uh, that. It, your state championship, in my mind, was the one least in question <laughs> going into the final game, and and nothing against Andover Central, but. The way you performed in the playoffs was 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 remarkable. Just better each week. Well, I you know, and it's funny you bring that up, and I know you're, we're probably out of time, but even the last practice, you know, we talked about, hey, if we could just get a little better today, and I think <laughs> what you're saying is probably probably true. You got to get better during the playoffs. I think we did. Thank you. Well, coach, it's fantastic season. Uh, thank you very much for all your time, and we're looking forward to talking with you again next year. Thanks for all you do for high school football. Appreciate it. Well, Coach Walms, uh, Coach Dryling, and that staff and those those players should be extremely proud of their accomplishment this year. They did a fantastic job uh, coming through what they did with injuries and things and, and playing the way they did the last few weeks. I think without a doubt, depth and then their defense were the difference in that game. Yes, it was. All right, let's move on to another state championship. 
winning coach and Joel Appleby from Mill Valley. And um, one's hard, two's harder. I'm assuming five in a row. This one definitely felt as hard as any of them. Um, get a good win over a talented Cape and team. And your kids just keep answering the bell week in, week out. Uh, um, there's been ones where you, you've won easy and ones where you've won hard. And uh, how satisfying is this group and what they accomplished this year? Uh, well, it's very satisfying, you know, and, you know, like you said, you know, and I, 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 I think our kids understand. I know our kids understand. Um, I, it's, it isn't easy at all and it shouldn't be. And that's what we talked about after the game. You know, this isn't supposed to be easy. You know, this isn't <laughs> supposed to be this, you know, not that we, none of them have been easy, but it isn't supposed to be easy. And that's why you get the feeling you get when you win a state championship, because it, it is hard, you know, it's very, very hard. And, um, you know, and our kids, that's why it's so satisfying is our kids work so hard, you know, uh, to get to that point. And, um, you know, they just really, really played well here in the playoffs, you know, and, and, and they play well throughout the season too, but it's just one of those growing seasons, you know, and, um, I really felt like, um, they really grew in a lot of different ways throughout the season. So it was, it was, it was re very rewarding, um, very exciting to see for the kids because they all worked really hard. Coach, at the end of the first half, it was 34 to 30. I'd be interested to hear what your approach and your staff's approach was at that halftime meeting. Yeah, no, it was um, it was probably a lot more simple than what people in our minds, what we felt like we needed to do was one, number one, we just need to play discipline on the defense side of the ball. You know, um, our eyes were very undisciplined the first half. You know, they were they were beating us severe. Um, you know, they play action passes on a couple of times and I just felt like our kids a little bit were maybe a little nervous in that first half, you know, and, and uh, we just need to settle down and play us, you know, be us, you know, and uh, we needed to definitely, you know, fix our eyes and be a lot more disciplined. And uh, man, did they do that? The, you know, they listened and uh, they settled down and they really played, you know, the way we should, we should play, you know, and, uh, and, you know, they really uh, defensively clamped down on them offensively um, really felt good all game long about what we were doing. And, um, you know, with our offensive line playing the way they were playing. And, you know, Daniel Blaine really kind of came into himself the last, you know, three or four games. And, um, you know, Jaden Scobie stepping in for Tristan Baker. I thought he'd an outstanding job. So, you know, really it was just a halftime talk of guys. We need, hey, everybody needs to take a deep breath. We need to be us, you know. Uh, don't focus on anything else. Just be us. Uh, we need to be more disciplined, but we need to be us. And and our kids did, did just that. Offensively, you brought up the, the things that I was going to talk about. Offensive line has been dominant um, all postseason and mostly all year. And then Daniel Blaine, at quarterback, um, the, his confidence level has got to be as high as it can be after the last few weeks. He he played like a confident kid, um, you know, and and did that just spill over to the rest of the offense the last few weeks? Uh, I think there's no no question. You know, I mean, they could they could see it, you know, in the huddle. We had timeouts. I'm sure he was confident in the huddle, you know, with the offensive line out there in the field. Um, you know, he was he was talking a lot in like during timeouts about different, you know, plays that he felt was good. And, you know, and we hadn't really kind of seen that out of him all year until until the playoffs really kind of rolled around. And, um, you know, I, I thought he did an outstanding job of, of leading this team, you know, and, um, you know, like you said, I, I think he came out the first quarter of that of that state championship game, kind of like we all did, you know, um, uh, except for maybe up front up front. I felt like we played well all game, you know, offensively and and defensively, too, really. Um, but you know, I could tell he, I, I told him on the sideline, just take a deep breath, man. It's, it's, it's in the end, 
it's a game between the white lines. That's all it is. I know that's hard for kids to understand, you know, but uh, he really settled down and played it, played a great last three quarters of the game, played very, very well. And um, you could just, again, feel that confidence that he had, you know, especially you could see it really coming on in that blue by Southwest game. Coach, 10 years from now, when somebody says to you, 2023 state championship team, what will be your first thoughts? Uh, the senior class, um, you know, I have a son in the senior class and, and, uh, I've seen these kids grow up, you know, since second grade and, and, uh, it's pretty special, you know, and, um, you know, I pulled him aside on Friday of our, uh, of our, uh, Thanksgiving week practices. And, you know, it was really tough, honestly, talking to them all. And, um, you know, I gave every single one of them a hug and told them how much I appreciated them. And, uh, it was it was a pretty special group for that reason, you know. I mean, for kind of a selfish reason, uh, you know, knowing that I have a, a family member as a senior, but or as a son as a senior. But um, it, it was pretty cool seeing these kids grow up and, and accomplish things they've accomplished. Well, you're you and your staff are seven and zero in state championship games. Um, some people never make it to one or or two, let alone get to seven and win seven. Um, you, you can't catch Dryling yet because <laughs> he's he won one. <laughs> Did. Is that something you even think about? You took the job in 2010. Uh, you passed your cousin, by the way, <laughs> as well. Um, is that even something you think about? I mean, the, the, something like this is even possible. I mean, the, the run you guys have been on and like, like that. I mean, you know, and, and they even have uh, Coach Clark, your cousin at, at Derby, have similar type success. Is that what does that even enter your mind? <laughs> um, and it, it really doesn't. I'll, I'll be honest with you because every year is such a different year, you know, and so, um, I'm, I'm always just, my focus is on, you know, these kids each year and, and really truly trying to make the most out of each day with them, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's always obviously very satisfying and gratifying for, to see those kids be able to go through, you know, a season like that and be able to accomplish that. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say that. Um, I think one of the coolest things I saw afterwards was my nephew made up this, um, I don't know, a little graphic, you know, he does a lot of our social media and uh, he put on there about, you know, the different state championships that uh, our family, whether it's Brandon, myself, or my aunt, who was the head coach, uh, track coach at Leavenworth. And she won 10 state titles there. Oh yeah. I saw, I saw and, that. <laughs> um, you know, it's a pretty cool little graphic and, and it's pretty special, I guess, just because it is family, you know, and that, that makes it special for sure. But um, you know, in the end though, I just want to see each, each group make the most and be the best that they possibly can be. And, and uh, really felt like obviously these last, you know, five years, you know, that we've done this really felt like each group is really, you know, we, uh, as a staff, as a school, as a community, we've really gotten the most out of everything we can, you know? And so I think ultimately that's the most satisfying thing, you know, and, and if, you know, I tell the kids all the time that the game of football doesn't define them. A state championship doesn't define them. It's the type of person they are and the type of choices they make. That's what's going to define them the rest of their life, you know. And so um, I hope they understand that more than anything. Well, Coach, another fantastic season. Um, uh, we appreciate everything you you give us and the time you give us during the year. We thoroughly enjoy uh, talking with you as often as we do uh, and especially this time of year, it's been quite often the last <laughs> seven, eight years. Um, uh, enjoy your off season and we will talk to you again next year. Well, thank you. And and I can't say it enough as well. Thank you guys for what you guys do because you guys put a lot of time and effort into, into promoting these kids and high school football. And that's pretty cool. So I appreciate that. All right. That's 
Mill Valley coach Joel Appleby after his fifth straight state championship game. When we come back, we're going to talk with another state championship coach, Jesse Owen from Gardner Edgerton. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Going back to Kansas City. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiPasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division I ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Hi, it's Derek Johnson, and I know there's nothing better than being part of a team. A group of great people you can count on and learn from. The Sheet Metalworkers, local number two, are growing their team and looking for quality men and women who want to build Kansas City's future. While you're making KC a better place, you'll also get great pay and benefits while gaining lifelong skills. Explore the possibilities at SheetMetal2.org. That's SheetMetal2.org. And take a step towards a fulfilling and rewarding way of life. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgans, and a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like the University of Kansas Health System Sports Medicine Performance Center. There's an orthopedic same-day care clinic at the Indian Creek campus at I-435 and all every Monday and Friday through 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then on Saturdays from 8 a.m. from 2 p.m. Patients with acute orthopedic injuries like sprains, strains, and fractures can walk in and see an orthopedic expert without an appointment. Injuries can happen in everyday life or playing sports. We appreciate everything they do for high school football. Let's go ahead and get back into football and bring in another state championship coach. 
Uh, there's a lot of them on the Kansas side this year. Jesse Owen from Gardner Edgerton and Coach. Uh, we were just talking. Game starts. At, well, first off, the snow was crazy. I mean, that's it. It, it was beautiful to watch, uh, just on TV for for that matter. Um, but early on, you, you, going in, I think you're the favorite. I think you're the better team. That's that's the way I felt. But you had the fumble, and and last year was a fumble game. How did that? How did your team and your coaching staff? What, was there a little knot in the stomach there right off the bat and and but you overcame that that was the only turnover you had all day uh in the win but uh that's the first thing i want to get out of the way first and then we can go on to the rest <laughs> um it 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 uh it definitely looked familiar uh <laughs> happened but i i think this team uh it they they didn't bat an eye they didn't blink uh, i don't think the coaching staff either did either so uh, it's it's kind of been the next play mantra all season long, and our guys have had an ability to concentrate and kind of handle adversity and hard situations all season long. And that was kind of the the, the drum that we banged with those guys. And boy, did they did they did they display it uh, last Saturday, Coach? Having been on the privilege you, the privilege you had to be on that sideline when you guys went down thirteen to zero. What was the body language on your sideline? What did you like about it? How did you feel confident just by watching your guys? Well, the body language was great. And that's another big emphasis for us. Um, you know, and we have kind of some specific actions that we point out that we want to see from the guys when it comes to body language, because those actions speak, you know, and, and that provides energy, um, both good and bad. And so we always try to display great body language by doing different things on the field and and I didn't see any heads hanging I didn't see anybody staring at their shoes or walking off the field or walking on the field and we were first to our feet man when we hit the ground and and uh that stuff becomes contagious and and when the other team starts going through some adversity and hard stuff uh sometimes that can help help you kind of get over the hump and um yeah that, I mean that's what I saw from our guys you know we talked in the last few weeks, I think your defense has finally kind of gotten its uh, due. And in that game, though though you got down, that defense just got better and better and better as the game went on. And it got to the point where Derby had a hard time doing anything. What did you guys see and what did they do as the game went on to kind of to, to build on that momentum? Well, first of all, Derby's a very good football team. <laughs> uh, they have some very good players. They're very fast. Um, they were extremely physical, and they're very well coached. Um, so th they deserve a lot of credit for for you know doing what they did and, and and taking that thing to the wire. You know they scored a couple touchdowns early. Um, we did a couple things defensively that that we normally don't do. Uh, we had some we had the wrong defensive audibles called on the field, and we had some guys fit in the wrong gaps, which which uh, is, is not typical for this group this year. And I think that kind of helped uh, helped us get behind 13-0. And I think once our kids settled in and started executing the game plan and just being who they are, uh, which is just an extremely competitive and consistent group, uh, we were able to uh, defend defend Derby pretty well. But I, will I think a big impact. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, Coach. I will say they, they have some tremendous players. Uh, and concepts and, 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 uh, you know, they, they, they made some big plays, uh, at some big moments. So. Coach talking about big plays. I think your defense had a big play when you blocked the punt. That was a big factor in the game. 
Yeah, that was huge. Uh, we, we felt like going in, we had a pretty good, you know, matchup personnel wise there. And, and uh, then it got kind of dicey just with the conditions and the field being so slippery. You know, we didn't want to necessarily uh, accidentally slide into the punter. Um, and, and we did earlier in the game. Um, we we kind of kind of bumped into him and got a five yard penalty. And so, uh, you know, Mark did a really good job. Mark Dibiak did a really good job going after the punt, but getting his body out of the way and just putting his hand over the punter's foot and was able to take it off his foot with his hands and his eyes. And that was huge because we had just scored on the previous drive and converted the extra point. So we went up 14-13 and then turn around and block a punt and give our offense the ball back on a short field. And, and our offense was able to punch it in uh, on that next drive. And so that that was a huge sequence in the game. You gave up a touchdown late, um, and then they they had a chance to get the ball back. But that's the best part of the I think that your defensive stand there at the end was as aggressive and as dominant as your defense played when it when it needed it the most. That was as dominant as your defense played. They couldn't do anything. Yeah, it, it was great. Our, our guys tackled well for the most part the entire game uh, in those conditions, and a lot of those tackles were one on one in space uh, with what they do offensively. They spread you out. They get the ball, some really good athletes, but yeah, that last stand was great. You know, we, we, we had a, we stripped the football from the quarterback and they were able to recover it, but that kind of really hurt their drive. And, you know, the really big defensive stand was at the end of the first half, mm. you know, we had scored to pull, pull within a, pull it within a six points. It was 13, seven. And, and they got some momentum and went down the field and got inside the 20 and we were able to hold them out. Of, you know, they took a couple shots at the end zone and, we were able to hold them out of there going into halftime, which gave us a little momentum. That was, that was a huge sequence. Well, tell me this, you, you, you've had a few days to kind of let it sink in. Um, the, the, the snow is kind of fun. I mean, just to be in a part of that, I mean, it's, it's very pretty to look at. And it's, it's a, it's a, one of those things that you always remember because of the conditions. Uh, what was the bus ride back like? And what was it like when you pulled into school? Cause I'm assuming there were a few people waiting for you when you got back. Well, the snow just added to the uh, the storybook finish. <laughs> and, and we've been talking to the kids all season and certainly in November just kind of about their story and their journey. And, and so to cap it off in those conditions, I mean, you couldn't have wrote a better script. Um, the, bu the, bu the locker room, the bus ride home was epic. Um, it was extremely emotional after the game for a lot of people. You know, this meant a lot to uh, – our community, our high school, uh, just former administrators, current administrators, former coaches, former players. You know, we have a 6A enrollment, but you wouldn't know it if you drive through town. There's kind of a 4A feel, you know, to our town. And with that comes a tremendous amount of support. And so when we got back, it was, uh, you know, I kind of felt like the bus was floating into town. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just, it's is extremely cool and uh I'm very proud of our, our our players and our coaching staff and just thrilled for our high school and community. Well tell me this. You you've won one now as a player, um, as an assistant coach and now a head coach. Which one feels the best? Well, I, I would I would say head coach. <laughs> uh, just just with the responsibility that comes with with, you know, leading a team and, and, uh, you know, the things like this don't happen without a tremendous amount of talent. 
You know, it's it, it's the right people at the right place at the right time. And that includes players, coaches, administration, uh, the parental support. It's just a lot of people kind of on the same page and, and motivated together. Uh, that's how these things uh, unfold. And, you know, as a player, our senior year, you know, I grew up right across the street from the high school. And so that that was a big deal to win the first one uh, at Olathe North. And, you know, me and my former teammates still cherish that. But, man, this one's special. This one's special for this community, and uh, I'm just uh, very proud to to be a part of it. Well, Coach, congrats. Based on what you just said, talk to us a little bit about your staff, what the makeup of your staff is and how important they've been to you. Well, they're tremendous. I mean, um, you know, both of our coordinators, Coach Delaney on offense and Coach McCall on defense, um, man, they, they, they are as good as it gets. You know, and obviously Coach Delaney's a, a former head coach who's had success. And he had success at Hutch with Coach Dryling, you know, prior to becoming head coach. And he does a terrific job with our offense. Coach McCall um, has coordinated both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, he, he could go out and become a head coach if he wanted to. Um, we have several position coaches that, you know, have coordinator talent and ability. Um, and they just – our entire staff just does a great job of developing kids and, and working with kids. Uh, they have great personalities uh, to kind of get the most and best out of kids. Our kids love our coaches. Um, our pra our practices are structured extremely well. They're very efficient. There's not a lot of wasted time. You know, if we practice longer than 90 minutes, uh, something, something's wrong. I mean, we, we move fast. We're in and out. I think our players appreciate that, especially as the season goes along and, it just gets kind of, you know, tiring on everyone physically and mentally. But uh, uh, our, our, I can't say enough about our staff. Uh, it's just a great group of men. You know, we, we we have coaches that have their kids at practices and certainly at the games, and, and I welcome that. I, I want our players to see our coaches being dads, um, uh, not, not just, you know, coaches. And um, it's just a, it's just a really good situation right now. Well, Coach, again, congratulations. Um, what a fantastic win. And uh, we will chat with you again next year. Well, I, I appreciate it. Thanks for all the coverage for our school and, and team. And uh, wish you guys a Merry Christmas around the corner. All right. That is Gardner Edgerton, Coach Jesse Owen, 6A Champs on the Kansas side. When we come back, we're going to talk with Ryan Wallace from GoPowerCat.com. It's the Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, 
you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick's scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like two Cy Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Hey Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Carol Walmsgons, and we are here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. Now, with five to ten time faster upload speeds, and I can attest it's very fast because um, we are becoming that family that is sitting there watching TV with three phones in our hands. Um, I'm actually looking things up, usually. Um, the other two are playing games on their phones, but we appreciate Xfinity and the, and the fast speed of their products all right let's go ahead and get back in the football let's wrap up our kansas hour here after the state championships and bring in ryan wallace from gopowercat.com and what a fun set of games um you had the tropical vacation site in pittsburgh kansas with the sun out (laughs) kids not having sleeves on their arms right then you had emporia and topeka in the snow (laughs) so uh let's start with uh with topeka and foray and i think we what happened is what we thought would happen um Aquinas goes there, handles their business. Good, a good Andover Central team. Um, good job getting the state championship game, but Aquinas really played the way they played pretty much all through the playoffs. Again, it was one of those situations like we had previewed uh, the last several weeks kind of leading up to that, which is, yeah, the 4A bracket, I think both on the east and the west side has gotten stronger ever since Bishop Miege and, and Aquinas and St. James had gotten down there. I mean, it, it, it had risen or it had risen the bar for everybody. Right. And I think that even goes to the West side, but the one thing that it seems like the West side 
doesn't really see until the state championship whether you're playing any of those schools, let's say even a Frontier League school that were if that miracle were to happen, is they don't have the physicality yeah. that they witness from the east side. And obviously St. uh St. J- uh, St. James, St. Thomas Aquinas's physicality goes above and beyond anything that you would have seen anyway from the east side of the bracket. And you're right, Dion. I mean, lo and behold, it's one of those things where you might stick around with them for, you know, a quarter, two quarters. Andover Central's got, I think, a pretty solid roster in terms of uh, number of players that come out. So, you know, uh, in years past, it's been kind of a depth issue. I'm I'm not sure. I mean, Andover Central can't go quite as deep as St. Thomas Aquinas can, but I don't know if that was the issue. I just think it was power and strength won out, uh, and they – again, we're kind of able to put that thing into cruise control in the second half. The one thing you talk about the physicality, it, I can take you 10 teams deep. I think that are probably, <laughs> you know, two or three from the frontier league baser, yeah. um, you know, baser's always physical too. I, yeah. I think that's the, the the thing there. And I really, and we, we talk with coach Dryling. I, I'm just so impressed with that program from the last kid on the bench to coach Dryling, how they were able to overcome some injuries, build some depth um, with guys who never played running back in a system. That's not easy to pick up and go. And then Rizzy sure. came back and, you know, he gutted it out, but the offensive linemen, the defensive linemen, the twos, the kicking game, everybody, they lost a gut wrenching game to Rockhurst and yeah. got beat by blue Valley Southwest and, and had some just tough on the chin losses. And they just said, okay, they put their heads down. And they got a little better. They got a little better. They got a little better. And he even said, you know, we got better, you know, the Friday before we went down there, we were a little bit better that day than we'd been. And he goes, they just kept that attitude. And they really, I I think it's, I think it's one of the best stories of the last few years, the way that team came through uh, and and faced that adversity and just kept, and just kept plugging along. Um, And they've got some good players. It's not like they don't have some stars. Um, They're not overloaded with stars. It's not Rockhurst and Liberty North out there. Um, sometimes. Right. But they, right. They, they've got really good players and they've got kids who fill in their roles and and do a great job. And th- th- it's been enjoyable to watch their success because it was a deeper for a West than we've seen in maybe a decade. Mm-hmm. And they had to beat some really good teams and the teams that got to them and the teams that were in that bracket were really good. Um, so, no, it's uh, I I I really enjoyed that foray bracket this year. It was as fun as anything we've had. Yeah. And I mean, I think you bring up a good point there too, because I think, you know, whether it's Aquinas or Miege, I think sometimes they get, they get caught obviously being the big dog and everybody says, well, when you've got this four-star player and that four-star player, this Aquinas team had Juju Marks, but I I'll be very blunt when I say uh, the game that I saw Juju Marks and he was virtually non-existent. <laughs> Um, that team, that St. Thomas Aquinas team won, um, because of some unsung guys this year. Uh, and you know, Kyan Payne was EKL, you know, defensive player of the year, and he's a really good player. He's going to go play college somewhere and be good. But, you know, you think about a guy like Dylan Marshall, it's, I say just going to Northern Iowa, but again, if we're comparing him to guys of the past at St. Thomas Aquinas, um, there was just a good surrounding core that Randy Dryling had to work with this year. And that team was 1000 percent bought in i think the big thing in that game was i thought their pass defense was outstanding they they just defended the pass great not necessarily from a rush standpoint just in the secondary and linebacker play was fantastic 
they know exactly what their assignments are. Um, they're like you said, coach, I mean, the pass rush helps, but even in games when it doesn't, um, they've got guys that just fundamentally know where they're supposed to be in coverage uh, and and trust the the guys on the back end at safety too. that, you know, if I'm going to get beat, somebody's got my back and it, it's, it just a really strong. And again, kind of, it's weird to say kind of a fun year for St. Thomas Aquinas Dion. I mean, this was a, this was a team that you could really rally behind and they were, they were fun as hell to watch. Yeah, they were. Um, another team that was fun to watch Mill Valley, <laughs> as I joked with uh, coach Appleby, um, when did he go from, we're going to shut you down defense guy to we're just going to outscore you. Now their defense played really well in the second half of that game, but um, they had to run a gauntlet of just offensive teams that were just even Topeka Seaman. And he brought up the fact that yardage wise, the last three teams they played were <laughs> all right together in terms of their yardage Um, and that and that you know they had to be you know capen's a really good team and he said they came right at him and um but that's another outstanding performance as they win their fifth straight state championship well again you know going into that game we knew it was going to be you know stopping amari elias and that was going to take a little bit of an adjustment you know uh he's that capen rushing attack is one of those things that you have to experience more than just prepare through film and you could tell, like you said, the Mill Valley, the first half really kind of needed to get, you know, their their feet under them. Right. Get figure things out, make some adjustments, go into the second half. And that's exactly what they did. But, um, you know, when I talked to Joe Appleby after that Southwest game, the thing the, the part that really was, I think, frustrating for them early on, um, if you want to pinpoint everything, not just say offensively, but pinpoint it down to one specific area I think they had bigger expectations for the offensive line out of the gate with a guy like Gus Hawkins with a guy like Mason Kemp at tackle I think they thought they should be better off and it ended up being a group that needed to gel a little bit more needed to face some adversity and get tested a little bit but second half of the season on coach Appleby was telling me and I would agree that offensive line was playing as good as any at any class on the Kansas side. Uh, Gus Hawkins, Kemp, the rest of the guys. I mean, it was they found their groove through the rushing attack and they uh, enjoyed knocking some guys back and making second and third level blocks downfield. Uh, that seemed to be the catalyst for Mill Valley, you know, because as you said, Dion, their defense was always there. Their defense was always going to be uh, keep be able to keep them in games, right? Yeah. But until that offense figured it out and they said, you know what, we're going to struggle throwing the ball this year, but I think we can still run it. Hey, offensive line, we need you to figure it out. And that offensive line figured it out. There was nobody stopping them. Guys, this is a question for both of you. I'd be interested to hear what your description and why do you think Mill Valley's program is so special? Not just in 2023, but through the whole decade. What makes that program special and stand out compared to other programs? Well, from what I know, uh, first, uh, I'll say three things. First off, I think every year Joe Appleby's been there, he's had an incredible staff. And you can see the way that they've plucked guys that have gone on to become head coaches and assistant coaches elsewhere. Uh, he surrounds himself with you know quality guys that are going to teach the game the right way. Uh, they obviously have poured in a lot of money um, to give themselves a, an incredible facilities, um, which has taken, I think, their strength and conditioning up a notch. Uh, it was already pretty good, but I think that's kind of next level. 
And then I'll I'll transition to you, Dion, by saying this, because I think you can attest to this on the Missouri side, too, with some of the strongest programs we see in Missouri is the the youth teams that they've been able to fill in the way that they've built their youth programs. Um, and I, I'm I don't even know how far it goes with Mill Valley, but I mean, I'm just thinking they're freshman teams. Um, they always have enormous numbers, Dion, and they're coached really well from a young age so that by the time they hit varsity level, um, it's not uh, it's not anything that's going to catch them, you know, bright lights, wide eyed. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of it. Um, and I think and, you know, having a window too. you know, Mick Schaefer's both of his sons have played there. Just the things that they talk about on a daily basis in that program and all good programs do these things. But the laser focus, um, the focus on maybe the the, the player, not necessarily the, the W, you know, what I'm saying put people in the right ways and then, you know, make let, let things happen there. It could be the Pearl Jam that they play at the end of, the, of their workout <laughs> periods. Um, I hear that's big with the kids. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's funny because uh, Schaefer told me his son knows. Like there's a certain, they have, they don't change up their playlist much. There's like one Pearl Jam song that plays. They always know it's the end of period, whatever in their practice. Um, but no, it's a, it's been interesting to see that program grow. It, you know, we started Preps KC in 2010. That's when he got to Mill Valley. So it's like, you kind of seen, you know, they were kind of, they were knocking at the door at the top of the Call Valley League. And, you know, and then they got to the point where they were pretty good. You know, they finally got over that hump and did that. And they went to the EKL and that, that kind of, you know, they suffered a few more losses, but then that kind of got sharpened. And then they finally break through. And they win a five A championship in fifteen and sixteen, um, you know, and then they're right there in, in the in the next couple of years, and then now they've run off five in a row. It, it's it's impressive. It's you know to do it at a five A level is not easy to do. You know, Randy Dryling did it at Hutch, and they kind of bounced between five and six. They're that, that, that's a comparable type of program. You know, Gene Weir, who's on the Mill Valley staff now, yeah, exactly. uh, did it at Olathe North. We know back in the eighties and nineties that uh, was done at Lawrence. Um, so it's, it's not easy to do. Um, and it's going to get tougher next year because you get Blue Valley, Blue Valley North, Aquinas, uh, St. James but, and Baser. But here's the other wrinkle to that, Deanna. Maybe it's like stating the obvious and that's why neither one of us have got, kind of thought to say it. But I think the other thing is now they've reached a point, um, where there's so much fear for the next Mill Valley class to be the class that, that spoils it, right? That ruins <laughs> yeah, we talked with coach about that. That now um, it's almost like the coaches still have to push the kids, right? I mean, they're still, what, you know, 15 to 18-year-olds. They still need to be pushed. But there's kind of like this constant burn that the coaches don't really have to, like, add too much fuel to. Um, because you you see it even in the summer of, like, God, we cannot ruin this. You know, we yeah. cannot we cannot be the class that spoils this. And so I think they have that playing to their advantage, too. All right, let's jump over to 6A here before we let you go. Uh, what a great win by Gardner. Complete season. Um, they had the little fumble at the beginning, and I'm sure that tightened everybody up a little bit. <laughs> here we but, go again. Yeah. You know, watching watching them play against Derby and the performance of the two biggest name players, Braven Powell and Mark Dibiak. Um, you know, special teams, Dibiak makes a play, a block punt. But uh, what a great win for that town. First one ever. That's special. You know, you got Aquinas and Mobile been there, done that. Uh, Randy Drawing been there, done that. Jesse Owen, he's done it as a as a player, late the North's first one, and now he's coached uh, Gardner. Uh, I mean, it was, this was the game that we thought it would be. Um, Gardner played like the team that we thought they were, uh, and like you said, I think it it speaks volumes about uh, the. I think what this 
team had in a guy like Mark Dibiak, um, who I just don't, for whatever reason, just is not getting the kudos maybe that he deserves, not only at a high school level, but certainly from a collegiate recruiting level. Um, but I think it also says something with Braven Powell that we've talked about on this show all year long, which is this is a program that is not going away because yeah. you're seeing the development of a guy like Powell, which is using him as an example, who's just a junior. So you have the guys like Dibiak that have are, are just tremendous players that uh, I think took last year's loss to heart, came back, grew from it, played an incredible season. And now we're going to watch Dibiak hand that baton off to Braven Powell. And again, like we've been saying all year, Dion, I, I don't know if this is a program that's going to skip a beat. No, I don't. I don't know either. It's going to it's going to be interesting, to say the least. Well, Ryan, uh, we will chat with you again next week, our final show. Uh, so get your season ending thoughts on both sides of the state line ready and, okay. and kind of get that. And, and we will uh, chat with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. All right. That is Ryan Wallace from GoPowerCat.com. We love talking with him every week. When we come back, we will jump across the state line and talk all things Missouri as they prepare for state championships. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star Team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. As you're driving today, look around you. The roads and bridges, the high-rises, the stadiums, the performing arts center. Who built them? The highly skilled men and women at the Kansas City Building and Construction Trades. Are you looking to get into a hands-on profession that pays for excellence? Train to be the best. Click on a new career today at beunion.com. That's B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you, too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com slash chiefs.